Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, all the usual suspects are telling us that a new pandemic and lockdowns are imminent. Prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is... uh will get attention this time. Let's look at lockdowns. Cost us trillions of dollars. And, uh, you know, we're paying for that now with super high inflation. And I I think I'm interested in when Johns Hopkins uh, comes out with a study that said basically that didn't have any impact on mortality. And I don't know that that study addressed what mortality might have been impacted in terms of deferring other you know, healthcare, uh, can we take lockdowns off the table uh, in terms of what we do in the future? I can't say because I don't know what that future holds for us. What about the study that Johns Hopkins did? Because we're always saying pay attention to the science. I'm not familiar with that study, sir. The most recent data demonstrates that you are more likely to become infected or have disease or even death if you've been vaccinated compared to the unvaccinated people. This is shocking to hear, but it is what the data are showing us. The data now show that these experimental gene therapy treatments can damage your children as well as yourself. They can damage your heart, your brain, your reproductive tissue, and your lungs. This can include permanent damage and disablement of your immune system. As the world plunges into financial crisis via hyperinflation. All of what we are seeing play out in Europe right now is an upsetting of the balance of the world order as they want it, as people like Dr. Harari, as people like Klaus Schwab and others. Bill Gates is another one. So we have to understand that these are people that are very smart, they're very well resourced, yep. and they have a and they have a very sort of strategic idea of how they want to see the world develop. And and God and a, and a soul are not part of that uh, strategy. Well, there's all the symptoms of the disease that is the new world order and globalism. 
And so the big question is, how do we tackle globalism? How do, how do we expose globalism? How do we dismantle and prosecute globalism? And then separately, how do we recognize the fruits of globalism to wake up our friends, family, neighbors, and strangers so they understand why their lives are getting very bad, why crime is increasing, why they're going bankrupt? What is the worst thing they're doing? What is the number one thing they're doing that we need to stop? Devaluing the currencies, defunding the police, dissolving the borders, coming after our guns, launching war with Russia, preparing to release new bioweapons. But you know, they're not really preparing to release new bioweapons. They are releasing new bioweapons or targeting a new group of people with their bio nanotech weapon. And that is babies six months old and up. Texas Children's Hospital started administering some shots yesterday. These vaccines are for those kids ages six months through four years. And because this group just received clearance from the Food and Drug Administration, Dell Medical School is trying to calm worried parents. The corrupt FDA had three different rounds of resignations, firings, off their board the last year and a half because the board would not even authorize authorizing these experimental injections for anybody. So they had one board resign, or large portions of it. Then they got new people on and said, now we're going to go down to age 16. And a bunch of them said no. Now we're going to add boosters and shots every few months. No. And they've got a board now that unanimously voted to lie to the public and say that this works great, that it's a vaccine, and that it totally protects you. When it isn't a vaccine, it doesn't protect you, destroys your immune system, causes all sorts of serious problems, absolute organized evil, depopulation against the people of this planet. Prison planet lockdowns will resume. That's the latest from John Bound. You can find it at band.video and infowars.com. China says they're pursuing their zero COVID policy for the next five years. It's coming here next. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. You're watching us on Forwards.com or band.video, or maybe you're tuning in through the television set. However you're finding us, congratulations. You've made it past the censors. You have made it through the obstacle course, and you have arrived at the goal we're very glad to have you here broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. We have, oh, just so many videos to show you today. You know, just as, as a message to the crew, I, I, tried to, I tried to pare it down. I looked at my video folder this morning and I thought, that's, that's too many videos. I don't need all of these. And I went through and I clicked the, just the ones I thought were important. And I ended up with uh, 25 videos. So we'll try to get to as many of those as possible. Uh, but there are a lot of them, including... Uh, an entire collection of videos of uh, vandalism and attacks against pregnancy centers. So we'll show you those a little bit later. Just a ton of stuff to talk about. So we'll get right into it, taking your calls throughout the show, and we'll show you all of these videos that illustrate just what's going on in the world. And hopefully by the end of the show today, we'll have a, a good grasp of the manufactured collapse we're all experiencing together. Let's begin today, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. 
All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 28th of June, 2022. 47 migrants found dead in an abandoned trailer in Texas smuggling incident. Police near San Antonio report that 47 migrants are dead and at least 18 others were transported to local hospitals after being locked inside a tractor trailer. Officials found the tractor trailer on the southwest side of San Antonio on a back road near Interstate 35. Police say the driver may have been involved in a human smuggling incident. Yes, I think that's a pretty safe bet to make. Sounds utterly horrific to me. I struggle to imagine a more horrific setting. My God, 60 people locked in the back of a tractor trailer, 42 of them dying, I assume as a result of heat, perhaps suffocation. I would hate to think that this was something like starvation or something else, but just another horrific and deadly consequence of the refusal to shut the border and actually patrol for this type of stuff. And it's another clear reminder that while we know that millions of people are crossing the border and coming into the custody of Border Patrol before being shipped further into the United States. That is just a drop in the bucket compared to the God knows how many migrants being smuggled past the authorities with no appearance on uh, you know, official numbers. So again, just absolutely horrific. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but just another collection of deaths on the in the hands of um, the Biden administration and their complete failure to even perform the most basic responsibilities at the southern border. Absolutely mind-blowing. Moving on here, tonight the January 6th committee will be holding an emergency meeting. January 6th hearing Tuesday will reveal recently obtained evidence. Here's what we know. Yes, they're they're pumping it up like it's like this is some sort of Game of Thrones episode or something. The committee investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol announced it will prevent it will present recently obtained evidence and hear witnesses Tuesday. Former White House aide will testify Tuesday in front of the House committee investigating the attacks on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021. Cassidy Hutchinson, a special assistant and aide to Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, will testify. A person familiar with the matter told the Associated Press she's already provided a trove of information to the committee and its investigators and sat from multiple interviews behind closed doors. And certainly what, what this person has to reveal will, will shake the nation to its core. I'm sure we'll learn that what happened on January 6th was not what we saw with our own eyes. It was what the Democrats have been pretending it is the whole time. We're all sitting on the edge of our seats to see what ridiculous nonsense the Democrats come up with next. (laughs) It's also stupid. But, of course, it's very coincidental, and it has to be a coincidence. Surely we shouldn't look into this anymore or have any suspicion about the fact that Michael Stringer – Senate Sergeant-at-Arms on January 6th is now reported dead. Michael Stringer, the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms during the January 6th, 2021 Capitol riot that saw the Senate chamber occupied by protesters is reported by Hill reporters to have died. A cause of death has not yet been reported. Then Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell asked for and received Stringer's resignation the day after the riot. Politico's Catherine Tolley McManus broke the news of Stringer's passing Monday afternoon, saying, quote, former Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Michael Stringer died this morning. He joined the SAA team in 2001, uh, 2011 rather, after a career with the Secret Service and was appointed SAA in 2018. 
we don't have too much information about this, but it is extremely, extremely coincidental that he were to die at the uh, on the eve of this emergency bombshell January 6th committee hearing. Some things to remember about Michael Stringers. He did, in fact, request numerous times for National Guard preemptively ahead of the known massive protest that was going on, and he was denied. And later, in testimony presented via Zoom, he asserted that there were likely agents provocateur in the crowd there at January 6th. Uh, let's watch his testimony now. This is the constant give and take of security. There is an opportunity to learn lessons from the events of January 6th. Investigations should be considered. As to the funding and traveling, what appears to be professional agitators. First Amendment rights should always be considered in conjunction with these investigations. Law enforcement coordination in the National Capital Region. Professional agitators. Very interesting stuff. We'll talk a little bit more about this later in the show. Meanwhile, uh, Joe Biden is in hot water, or at least he would be if the media actually cared about reporting known and blatant corruption by the most powerful people in our country. But they have a D next to their name. They serve the globalist machine, so there won't be any pushback to this. It's hardly even being reported by mainstream media. But at least the Daily Mail has a story. Voicemail from Joe Biden to Hunter proves president did speak about his Chinese business dealings. We'll show you that audio and we'll also show you the timeline that shows how Joe Biden sent tens of thousands of dollars to Hunter that he immediately spent on human trafficking rings, buying and selling women. It's really an incredible story. Incredible. Not in that it's happening, but that it's the son of the president of the United States. We're well aware that there are despicable, you know, crack addict, whoremongering weirdos in this country. Uh, but they typically don't have direct access to the Oval Office, and they typically aren't making deals with the Chinese communist on behalf of the vice president of the United States. So, of course, yet another lie exposed by Joe Biden. I mean, it. It really is – it really is almost dizzying the amount of stuff that comes out on a daily basis exposing either the corruption, just basic degeneracy or terrorist activities of the Democrats. It's, a, it's like a full-on just psychological war being played against the American people, and again, it's it, – it's cliche, and I know we say it all the time, but can you just imagine? Can you just imagine if just one of these stories had to do with the Trumps? We would hear about it. We, we'd get sick of it. We'd hear about it day in and day out from every single news platform for a year. There would be congressional hearings launched. There would be an FBI investigation. There would be a Secret Service investigation. The NASA would get involved. I mean, they would pull out all of the stops, and they wouldn't shut up until they had destroyed the entire country over what's going on. They don't even mention it in the mainstream media. Enemy of the people. That's the only way to describe them. Meanwhile, Biden arrives at NATO summit that could help determine the next phase of the war in Ukraine. One thing we know for sure, it's not going to stop. It's not even going to slow down. There's no possibility of Ukraine winning this uh, winning this thing, but they are going to determine 
just how much money they can squeeze out of you and just how easily they can fold this conflict in to their overall depopulation plans. War is coming, folks, to our shores. Make no mistake about it. Ladies and gentlemen, high-quality, storable food is back in stock, ready to ship right now. We've not been selling food for three months because it was taking several weeks for the food to get packaged and delivered to you. Most other companies are completely out. But now they have a large spectrum of high-quality food ready to ship. Everything you find at preparewithalex.com or preparetoday.com is in stock, ready to ship. So go to preparewithalex.com or preparetoday.com and order your high-quality storable food right now, ready to ship to you and your family. With the inflation happening, with the food shortages, with the wars, with the collapsing borders, everything's happening. It is one of the most important decisions you can make is to have high-quality storable food, water filtration, air filtration, and more. And it's not just those items. It's hundreds of other high-quality preparedness items and survival items right now at preparewithalex.com that, again, redirects to preparetoday.com. I would not procrastinate, ladies and gentlemen. One of the most important things you can do is get ahead of inflation now because the inflation is just beginning. Dinesh D'Souza's new film, 2000 Mules, is the most important documentary in modern times because it proves how the deep state stole the 2020 election and how they're planning to steal future elections and complete our journey to basically being like Venezuela. Now, it's great that it's online. It's great that millions watch it online. But you need to have the high-quality HD DVD in your library with the expanded extras so it can't be censored in the future and so you can show it to everyone you know. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get 2000 mules today and get it discounted up to 30% off when you get it with other documentary films like in-game blueprint for global enslavement the seminal classic that predicted the great reset and of course part one part two and now the new part three of covid land get them separate get them together massively discounted at infowarstore.com but everyone needs to have 2,000 mules in their library so the globalists can't censor it infowarstore.com to get 2,000 mules today Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Oh boy, lots of videos to show you. Which one should we go to first? Hmm. There's one I wanted to show here. You know, we have a lot to discuss today. Obviously, we have lots to talk about in terms of uh, Antifa and attacks against abortion centers. I think we'll start with some of that and some of the just completely insane ways that the federal government, even state governments, are reacting to the Supreme Court ruling. It's really not that complicated. We're essentially, you know, all of politics is just a game. It's like a board game. It has certain rules. You follow those rules, but you push as far as you can up to those rules. But if you're caught violating those rules, uh, unfortunately, there's no, there's no like punishment mechanism in place. So, I mean, we're essentially playing playing Monopoly with a group of people who, if they don't like the dice roll, they just pick up the dice and roll again. <laughs> and it's just, how are we supposed to win this game? How are you supposed to 
expect anybody to follow the rules when you so flagrantly violate them. And that's what we're seeing sort of across the board when it comes to the Democrat hysterical response to all of this. So, of course, we know that what essentially happened was Roe versus, Roe versus Wade, which was predicated entirely on a total lie, completely fabricated occurrence that used the excuse of a child um, created by rape to pretend as if there's some sort of constitutional right for abortion and abortion access in this country. There's not, and there never was the event that they said it was. And even if there was, rape or incest is such a vanishingly small percentage of actual pregnancies that it just it just absolutely makes no sense. It'd be like giving you a vaccine for stubbing your toe to prevent you from dying from stubbing your toe. If somebody died from stubbing their toe, probably it's happened, right? You stub it bad enough, gets infected or something, and gangrene. You know, people have died from stubbing their toe. But do you, do you make medical policy on the idea that stubbing your toe could lead to death? Are we going to get rid of all three-inch steps because somebody one time stubbed their toe and died from it? It's just a stupid way to predicate making law. So, of course, it was really nonsensical from the moment that it was enacted. And so, <laughs> there you go. I knew it's happened at least once. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's like that's what you think. That's what I think of whenever it's somebody like, oh, so if you, oh, so if you were raped by a family member, you wouldn't want to get it. But it's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, I guess, I guess. But why are you this mad? And why are you taking this thing that's happens point zero one percent of the time and making law as if it happens one hundred percent of the time? How about we make a point zero one percent of the time exception to the rule? And then we can all be happy? No, of course not, because what they really want is to be able to slaughter babies up until and beyond the point that they're born. And they're just using these you know, extreme circumstances to try to justify their or, or just like make seem reasonable their completely unreasonable position. But of course, uh, so it got overturned by the Supreme Court, who said very sensibly and obviously this is not an issue of the federal government. It's not an issue that the federal government should even have a say in. It should go to the states. Unfortunately, our government is occupied by, well, hateful losers, I guess is one way to put it. And when a decision doesn't go their way, they are perfectly willing to burn down anything and everyone to get their way. They can get their way 99% of the time. And they are just as unhappy as if they were in a gulag. Like these people are just perpetually miserable. And it's, it's almost like the, you know, show me, show me the man and I'll tell you the crime. It's just like, it's not that something's happened and then they're made mad. It's that they're mad, they're upset, they're unhappy, they're miserable, they're spiteful and hateful and jealous and envious and just drugged up and, and zoned out and sad. They're all just sad. And they're desperate to find a reason that they're sad, and they're desperate to find some sort of meaning in their life from being oppressed. If they think that they're being oppressed in some way, then they think they have something to stand up against, when in reality, look at these people. 
the most privileged, spoiled, useless people the world has ever produced in its entire history. Uh, I mean, you know, you look back, and sure, there's some there's some nuance to it, obviously, but you look back at the Civil War, and you think, you know what, if a country's going to tear itself in half, at least it's because of something as horrendous and despicable as slavery. You know, people being held in human bondage, people being treated like cattle, people being, you know, ruthlessly separated from their loved ones at a whim just to profit their owners. I mean, my God, what a horrific set of circumstances and what a heroic act for Americans to give their lives to tear down that despicable industry and and practice. Can you imagine looking back 200 years from now and learning about the Second American World War over unrestricted access to abortion nationwide. Like, can you imagine a civilization that's on the brink of civil war over such a meaningless thing? You know, it's just it's just one of those. I'm sure everybody knows people in their own lives. Where they just – they have the nicest car. They've got a great job. They inherited a bunch of money. They got nothing to worry about. They got a wife and kids, and yet when uh, their McDonald's french fries are a little bit cold, it just ruins their day. They're just, they're just insanely mad about just the most pointless little inconvenience. That's essentially where we are on a societal scale. Again, a bunch of people taking to the streets, <laughs> a bunch of people who are – on psychotropic drugs and supported by the state and have no goals or dreams or purpose in their life. They have no family that they're building, just ones they're leeching off of. They have no goals they're trying to accomplish other than, you know, sensual satisfaction. But they're miserable. And so they're desperately looking for that thing to claim, no, this is what's making me miserable. I bet we have this. I bet you have this in your own life, too. I know I, know I do. And you kind of have to – for me, I kind of have to recognize it where I'm just like I'm in a bad mood and then something happens and I'm just like, God, the, the, the salt shaker fell over. And I'm just like, no, Harrison, you're just in a bad mood. <laughs> you're not actually that mad about the salt shaker. It's just like you know, you're just directing this – internal anger at whatever happens to be convenient at the time. So that's what's happening on a societal level, and people are going insane over all of this. And on one hand, it's like, wow, really? You're going to tear the country apart over the fact that people in Missouri can't get immediate abortions? But on the other hand, it's like, should we not go to war with people that are this petulant and miserable and hateful and tearing us all down? I want to thank all of you over the years who have supported InfoWars financially and with word of mouth and prayer. All the success that we've had together against the globalists and the fact that we're not caught flat-footed during their major takeover is because of you. Humanity has a real fighting chance. That's why I want to thank you all for buying products at InfoWarsTore.com, like books and films and supplements and water filtration, air filtration, so much more. But for those of you that want to actually give us a straight donation so we get almost 100% of the money to fund our operation during this critical time, go to InfoWarsTore.com and right at the top, you'll see a link to make a straight donation, a one-time donation of $5, $10, $50, or a recurring donation you can cancel anytime. 
I want to thank all you that have donated. I want to encourage those of you out there that want to support freedom to take action now and be part of the global awakening, the new renaissance that's countering the Great Reset by going to InfoWarsStore.com and clicking on the donate button and giving today. Thank you so much for your support. Please take action. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. I don't know if you've noticed, and it's, it's been a, a long and slow changing of the tide, really, of people waking up to the reality of what's going on and understanding that you can't give these people the benefit of the doubt anymore. And even if you can't necessarily articulate it, I think everybody sort of recognizes the innate disrespect and condescension that the left has. And they, and they just don't like it anymore, right? It, humans have this ability to discern very, very subtle cues in people's language, either the words they use or the phrase they use, even the, the you know, tenor of their, of their voice, but it comes through in print as well, where like there's a difference and it's very subtle, but you can tell if, if I'm like, oh, I like your shoes versus like, I, I like your shoes, right? It's like, it's the same thing, but like you can tell in one way I'm being genuine and the other I'm being condescending and insulting, even though I'm saying the same thing. And I think that's finally breaking through. And I think the more they sort of take on this Dolores Umbridge style, like, "Mm, oh, sweetie, oh, I'm the loving, caring one, and I will burn your house down if you oppose me, okay? It's like there's something that people are going, oh, oh, this whole time you've been doing this. You've been doing this the entire time where you you frame your beliefs in tolerance and acceptance and diversity, but really you're just a hateful, spiteful person jackass like that's all that's all it really is at at the bottom of it but it goes a little deeper than that i think and especially when it comes to this uh, abortion discussion i think people are just getting because what it is it's it's appealing to people's best nature right because most american people despite what they say on the mainstream media most american people are very loving very giving very very understanding and if you go to them and you say like look you know it's these young women that feel like their lives are being destroyed and they're they're scared and they're you know confused and you know abortion would just you know people are going to it's going to pull at their heartstrings they're going to go you know maybe maybe it's okay this you know maybe we can open up the door a little bit for it this time and you know that's fine if if that concern is genuine and the you know creation of that concern is genuine if somebody really is like look i just care about these women but when it's the opposite of that, not only is that uh, – when they try to like elicit that sympathy from you, not only is it not going to work, it's going to inspire the opposite feeling. So when somebody comes to you and is like, oh, look, you know, somebody's just really hurting right now. We need your help. It's not going to elicit concern and empathy anymore. It's going to elicit hatred and suspicion, maybe violence, and it's not good. So – Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene pointed out that 
AOC called for an insurrection. So the AOC just launched an insurrection. Any violence and rioting is a direct result of Democrat marching orders. Of course, it's not just AOC. It was Nancy Pelosi and uh, Maxine Waters and, and various others. And the craziest thing about it is that the, the protest happened after the decision was made, right? So it's not like you were going to actually change anything by protest. It's not like protest is actually taking place in any form that it can have an impact. It's just there to cause violence. It's just there to cause chaos. It's just there to cause anger and frustration in people who, who can't change things by, by protesting at this point. Now, when it came to the election in January 6th, you know, there was a process in place to allow a 10-day pause where accusations of voter fraud could be investigated. And that's what was being called for during the January 6th protest. A million Trump supporters went there to demand that the Congress exercise its prerogative to, you know, call foul play and say, we think there's something suspicious here. We need a 10-day 10, 10 break, right? It was a protest, people going to the government and actually petitioning, like in the most literal interpretation of the first amendment right petitioning for a redress of a grievance before the the final bell had been rung and that you know you couldn't go go back and and undo it so it actually made sense to protest in that case now you're protesting after so uh, aoc's response to this from marjorie taylor green again is this dolores umbridge style intro she says i will explain this to you slowly i'll explain this she says i will explain this to you slowly exercising our right to protest is not obstruction of congress nor an attempt to overturn democracy okay i'll explain this to you slowly okay it's okay when i do it all right do you understand that when i openly call for violence and people to go on the street and to you know do violence and to actually you know, get out there in the streets and fight. Uh, it's okay when I do it, okay? It's not okay when you do it. When you do it, we're going to arrest all of your followers and put them in solitary confinement for a year. Okay, sweetie? Okay, sweetheart? It's just like... <laughs> two years. Oh, two years. I'm sorry, two years. Two years they've been in uh, solitary confinement. She says, if one were a heinous enough person to do that, to obstruct Congress or overturn democracy, see, democracy to her is is liberals getting whatever they want. See, we don't live actually in a democracy. We live in a republic, and aspects of that republic are there specifically to prevent the mass will of the people from just implementing changes because some, you know, a, a social contagion takes them over, right? It's literally the point of our institutions, from the Supreme Court to the Senate. The Senate was there with, you know, unlimited debate time, because the House of Commons, or the uh, not the House of Commons, but the House of Representatives, the American version of the House of Commons, can can respond quickly and, and sometime outrageously to you know democratic demands where you know there's some some impulse happens and everybody gets mad about something, but then it goes to the Senate where it slows down and they need to really consider it for a while. Then the Supreme Court is there as another check. Like all of this is a delicately balanced game that's played out and that's worked pretty well for the last 250 years uh and of course the democrats are not shy about wanting to dissolve the supreme court the minute that it makes a decision they don't like or kick out how you know members of the house of representatives who displease them like they tried to do with marjorie taylor green tried to stop her from being able to run for congress again putting her through 
a mini show trial where they made her testify as if she was a criminal. I mean, we are under a communist revolution. I don't know how much more clear it can be made. But that second sentence of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez really uh, really solidifies it for me because she says, if one were a heinous enough person to do that, they'd likely seek a pardon for it too, but only one of us here has done that, and it ain't me. So in other words, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been falsely accused of trying to start an insurrection because she called for a peaceful protest against the perceived stolen election of 2020 and then she was accused of wanting to start an insurrection and so she asked for a pardon or potentially asked for a pardon i'm not even sure what this is referencing but you know essentially she declared her innocence to this and declared that you know if she was going to be prosecuted by a political you know opponent completely at odds with the constitution then that's not right and the appropriate authorities should step in and, and rectify the situation. And I really can't help but just having like a, a flashback to my former life as a kulak in the in the USSR. Like I don't know. It's just I can I can see it so clearly, right? Like you get accused of something, it's not true, so you protest your innocence. And what does champion of democracy AOC do? She uses your protest of innocence as evidence that you're guilty. That's what she's doing right there. Do you get that? You understand what she's saying? She's saying if a person was heinous enough to obstruct Congress, they'd likely seek a pardon for it. So this is this is the new paradigm we're working in where they can accuse you of whatever they want. And if you protest it or if you beg for a pardon because you don't think you, know, you should be punished for exercising your free speech, then that will be used as evidence of your guilt. Only a guilty person would beg for a pardon. Only a guilty person would claim they were innocent. Fun in the gulag. Ladies and gentlemen, in the last 30 months, we've witnessed the globalists hit humanity and hit humanity extremely hard. It is beyond critical that everyone listening to the sound of my voice protect yourselves and your families to the greatest extent possible. And these two new sales do that. We have the ultimate immune support, 60% off when you get these four items together. The immune support, X2, D3 gummies, and multivitamin. The immune support formula is incredible by itself. These other three together, it is amazing. 60% off. Then the trifecta immune support, 50% off on immune support, X2, and D3 gummies. And then 40% off on X2, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, just the X2 alone is the missing link with most people. Highest quality deep breath crystal iodine, beyond critical for your immune system and your whole body. It's 40% off back in stock, but get four of the products together for 60% off. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, 
who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, the article can be found at Infowars.com. Videos, violent attacks on pregnancy clinics continue. As Democrats are pledging to ignore the Supreme Court ruling to hand back abortion laws to states and to erect macabre illegal abortion tents in national parks, pregnancy centers throughout America, even pro-choice ones, continue to be violently attacked. The night of rage appears to be turning into an entire summer. Again, Democrats still refuse to condemn the violence and In addition to the videos that we'll play for you here, this article goes on to document through pictures and simply through documentation the uh, numerous attacks that have occurred just recently against abortion uh, or against uh, pro-life clinics that are there to provide women with resources they need to – you know, put their baby into adoption or to uh, deal with the struggles of uh, single motherhood. Of course, there's things like you know free daycare provided for them, diapers, food, a charity, even just a counseling people to talk to and you know try to get their their life right. You know, all of the things that are packaged in with the idea of being pro-life that you want to support the mothers and the children uh, that that are being brought into the world. So, of course, this is exactly what the leftist accuse pro-life people of, of not doing, right? <laughs> well, if, if you want to – if you're so pro-life, then why don't you do all of this stuff? Okay, we do. All right, well, we're going to burn it down then. Well, we have this pregnancy crisis center. It does all of the things that, that you're claiming that we don't want to do. Well, then we're going to burn that down. So let's go to some of these videos here. The first one, uh, clip number one, a North Carolina pregnancy center director describes the chilling new level of violence by pro-abortion radicals. As many on the left continue to demonize those who are pro-life, the organizations providing invaluable resources to women who chose to carry their unborn children are facing new levels of intimidation. Let's go to Asheville, North Carolina, where one crisis pregnancy center was vandalized in the lead up to the court's ruling. The group broke windows and left a threat reading, quote, if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. Joining me now is Christy Brown, the executive director of Mountain Area Pregnancy Services, ma'am. So I guess I got to ask you, thank you so much for joining the program. Do you feel safe after hearing a message like that? Well, thank you, Lawrence. The message was definitely chilling to read and to see, but we do feel safe. Our town is coming around us and supporting us. And so we do feel safe at this time. Is this something new that you guys are facing because of the leak that came out. And obviously now we have a decision 
or is this standard procedure for your your services that you're providing? Just so we're clear, you're providing services for women, not just those women that have decided that they didn't want to get an abortion, but helping them carry out their life on a day-to-day basis, correct? Correct. We're providing pregnancy tests, free limited OB ultrasounds, parenting classes, and grief services for women who are in a crisis pregnancy and simply don't know what they want to do. So when they come to us, they have to make a choice at some point. And this is new to your specific question. We have previously not experienced vandalism because of the services that we provide. And, of course, there's no reason to vandalize except that they're terrorists, essentially, and want to uh, intimidate people out of being pro-life. It really is as simple as that. Of course, the article from InfoWars documents numerous ones of these just in the last week or so. You've got Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center in Virginia vandalized last night by pro-abortion domestic terrorists. You've got North Carolina Pregnancy Center uh, describing the chilling levels of violence by pro-abortion radicals. That's one you just saw. You've got an Antifa mob in Portland even attacked a clinic that isn't anti-abortion. The Mother and Child Education Center executive director, Maura Wright, told Fox News they lumped us in with them. We're not even anti-abortion. I believe we have that video. Yeah, let's go to clip number 18. Here is uh, the Mom and Child PDX Center vandalized and smashed up by Antifa riot overnight. Let's go to that. You'll see some uh, yeah, just a typical broken windows, smashed door. Hey, this one at least wasn't firebombed, so they have that going for them, I guess. We also have the Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center, as we mentioned a second ago, in Lynchburg, Virginia, counts, who counsels women with unplanned pregnancies. That was vandalized as well last night. Let's go to clip number 20. Authorities in Virginia are investigating an act of vandalism at a pregnancy center in Lynchburg this weekend. Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center counsels women with unplanned pregnancies, but, the, but does not refer them for abortions. Graffiti sprayed on their building leads Lynchburg police to believe it was done by abortion rights activists. On its Facebook page Friday, the center praised the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Governor Youngkin responded to the vandalism on Twitter by saying, quote, there's no room for this in Virginia. And today, in Fairfax, St. John Newman Catholic Community Church in Reston was also vandalized. Police say they found smoldering mulch on the grounds and abortion-related graffiti. They're currently working to review surveillance footage to identify the perpetrator. And finally, we have this. Uh, clip number five. Broken windows and spray paint were found on a Pase, uh, Paso Robles pregnancy center vandalized after receiving threats from an extremist abortion group. Let's roll that. Broken windows and spray paint on a local pregnancy support center. Police say it may be the work of an extremist group. The center in Paso Robles is called the Tree of Life. It offers services like free pregnancy tests and ultrasounds. It also offers baby clothing and post-abortion counseling. Paso Robles police say someone vandalized the center between Friday night and Saturday morning. They say it may have come in light of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Police say the Tree of Life received a letter from a pro-abortion extremist group called Jane's Revenge. They say the group's letter stated that they intended to cause harm. KCBY reached out to the Tree of Life but did not hear back by the time of this newscast. Police say they have no suspects so far. And I wouldn't hold my breath on them uh, finding them. Sort of, I don't know. I find it somewhat ironic. 
I do find it somewhat ironic. Uh, the name of that pregnancy center, of course, when you hear the term Tree of Life, what comes to mind first was the synagogue that was attacked, the Tree of Life synagogue that was attacked by a political actor who blamed Jews for, I think, immigration, bringing migrants into the country. And of course, this was roundly condemned by everybody who was anybody in the federal government and new laws were put into place and uh, it was a, a big outpouring of uh, grievance support. And of course, people were killed there, so it's, it's not the same by any means. But of course, you have this story yesterday, historic West Virginia Catholic Church burned to the ground by arsonists, police say. You know, it's just – it's so nice uh, being a Christian in this Christian country that uh, – Seems not to care about attacks against Christians. Christians just have to take the brunt of all of these attacks, I guess. Historic West Virginia Catholic Church burned to the ground by arsonist. St. Coleman Catholic Church was already a smoldering ruin when uh, firefighters from the Beaver Volunteer Fire Department arrived on the scene Sunday morning. The church was built in 1878 and was declared an official historic site in 1984. Authorities not released information about potential suspects. The alleged arson comes as Catholic churches across the U.S. and in Canada have faced a spate of vandalism and arson attacks over the recent years. Again, don't you just love how casually all of this is reported? I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just insane, right? It's almost to be expected now. It, it, is, it is to be expected now. Of course you expect this. Hate We've hit a new low. It's like this is you know, par for the course. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we know how we know what the appropriate reaction would be because it's the same reaction that takes place if a violent right winger attacks a synagogue, right? It's complete outrage. It's how dare you persecute these innocent people for your own sick beliefs. It's uh, you know, solidarity on all sides against the people doing the vandalism and the and the attacking. Uh, like we know what it would look like if the government actually cared about its people because it happens when a synagogue gets attacked when churches get attacked just like yeah so a spate of uh, recent attacks against catholic churches has uh, burned them to the ground and uh, caused extreme violence so anyway moving on right <laughs> it's just like uh, okay where is the outrage where is the fury where is the promises to stop this from happening where are the new laws where are the uh, you know christian groups standing up and condemning this and demanding action be taken to stop these anti christ activists it doesn't exist. That's just casual. It's to be expected. The Although, upside is that you know they're all castrating themselves. So you know, a couple generations, and uh, well, going to be uh, course corrected. The problem is they don't they don't uh, procreate sexually. They procreate by uh, absorption, right? That's why the propaganda is here. It, you know, you don't. You no, know, gay people cannot create a baby through their uh, sexual actions, but make one a preschool teacher. And uh, you'll find how just fat, how quickly their uh, ranks grow. So yeah, they don't uh, they don't produce in the normal way. They produce by propaganda. A hate crime investigation has been launched after a New York City Catholic church was vandalized. We'll cover more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the truth. We have the smoking gun evidence. We know what happened during the 2020 election. How the deep state controlled Democrats stole the election. All the proof absolutely cut and dry there's no denying it it's the film 2000 mules by Dinesh D'Souza and we have the DVD with the expanded extras available right now at infowarstore.com 
You can also get the DVD with massive discounts when you get it with other films like Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, and the new COVID Land, The Shot, Part 3, that just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the film every American must have. This is the most important documentary ever made in U.S. history because it proves that a major presidential election was stolen and it shows how they did it and how they're planning to do it again. Get 2,000 Mules now at InfoWarsStore.com and show it to everyone you can so they don't steal the next election. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. And one of the frustrating things about how this is reported is the way that they sort of justify the reasons people are claiming for like burning down churches and firebombing pregnancy centers. When in reality, these are blood libels against Christian people, like even Fox News. They say, the church burnings rose amid protest against Canada's now defunct residential school program. The program saw Catholic-run schools tasked with forcibly assimilating indigenous children from the late 1800s to 1970. And it's just like, first of all, as if that has anything to do with the West Virginia Catholic Church being burned, it also was predicated entirely on a lie about mass graves being found that completely did not exist and have never been uh, found ever. They've, they've done scans. They've done uh, diggings. They've n- no bodies. They've never found a single body. So it was all predicated on a lie is a complete blood libel claiming that the Catholic Church slaughtered tens of thousands of indigenous children. Didn't actually happen, but it was a lie that was propagated by the Canadian government who justified and encouraged the burning of their own churches. And now they're claiming that as if that's somehow justification for burning a historic West Virginia church when in reality it is a again blood libel against christian people i mean it's like it's it's insane all you have to do is just think of any other religion facing this type of persecution and it would never be accepted and that should give you a a hint as to you know who's really running these things so historic catholic church in west virginia has been uh, uh burned to the ground of course we covered all the ones uh, in the, the InfoWars article, a hate crime investigation has been launched after a New York Catholic church was vandalized with the slogan of a pro-abortion extremist, James Revenge, saying, if abortion isn't safe, neither are you. But apparently the um, apparently this is being treated as a hate crime, and the FBI is currently investigating a fire at a Christian pregnancy center in Colorado, which was also vandalized with the slogan of a pro-abortion extremist group slogan early Sunday morning. Now it's life Life Choices Pregnancy Center in Longmont, Colorado, that sustained fire and heavy smoke damage overnight, Longmont police said in a press release this afternoon. And, the, I mean, again, the craziest thing is that this this group is like a known group, like they're like an organized group. I mean, it's it's insane when people say that there's no such thing as Antifa. It, mainstream media is always just like, Antifa is just an umbrella term for any leftist group. No, it's an organization. It's a group with leaders and, organ- and like organizations and, and uh, uh, you know, telegram groups that they follow. I mean, it's, it's absolutely a organized terroristic group in this country. And this one's even more so. They have the, the same slogans they use everywhere. They claim they're a part of this organization. They uh, advertise and make threats, and they like write. They're like, "Yeah, we're going to not stop. We're going to keep coming at you. We're going to keep trying to destroy everything." And the FBI is just like, "Well, 
Uh, nothing to see here. Moving on. So, I mean, this one group and others are responsible for no less than 35 pregnancy centers and churches that have been targeted just since the leak of the draft overturning Roe versus Wade in uh, May. So in a little under a month, 35 churches or pregnancy centers have been burned, including Madison, Wisconsin, Fort Collins, Colorado, Risertown, Maine, uh, Olympia, Washington, Des Moines, Iowa, Linwood, Washington, D.C., Asheville, Buffalo, Hollywood, Florida, Vancouver, Washington, Frederick, Maine, or Frederick, Maryland, uh, Denton, Texas, Grisham, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon. So, and they stated, like they are quoting the group here, quote, we promise to take increasingly drastic measures against oppressive infrastructures. Rest assured that we will, and those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. So they get to make these claims. Nobody's investigating them. Nobody's rounding them up. Nobody's throwing them into prison. They're making these threats. They are carrying out these threats. They're carrying out a terroristic campaign across this entire nation burning buildings and churches at the rate of about well, more than one per day the entire month of june is anything being done about this of course there's no question as to where this impetus came from where they're getting their their you know drive for this it's from the democratic party that is openly encouraging it and we'll cover the- you're listening to the american journal with your host Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. We're talking about just the ongoing terrorist campaign in this country to burn and attack churches and pregnancy crisis centers run by Christians. It is a religious cleansing taking place here in America, and it's supported entirely and explicitly by the state. Pelosi throws gasoline on the fire, labels the Supreme Court an extremist body that punishes the American people. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi threw gasoline on the fire and labeled the Supreme Court an extremist body. The Democrats have been waging a war on the Supreme Court justices ever since the draft opinion of Roe versus Wade was leaked. Because in addition, obviously, to the you know open terrorism taking place, burning churches, firebombing pregnancy centers, you also, of course, have assassination attempts against Supreme Court justices and protests of intimidation. You know, they aren't really protests. They're campaigns of intimidation outside of the houses of Supreme Court justices. Of course, all of this was called for and is encouraged by sitting members of Congress. And I know, you know, I've, I know I've already spent the first hour on this, and there's so much more to cover. But it's not even necessarily about abortion. Like you can be pro-choice, you should still be able to recognize that what's going on here is horrific, right? I'm against immigration. It's not hard for me to condemn a man who goes and firebombs a synagogue because he blames Jews for immigration. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's actually like the most basic thing you can do as a decent person that soul is not rotten, right? Just go, look, I, I, don't like a, I don't like immigration, but this is insane, and you can't be doing this, and you can't let people do this, and it it discredits any legitimate beliefs we have when you do this type of violence. Like, that's just a basic decency as a human being. Somehow the Democrats can't summon this. They can't, they can't uh, uh, you know, bring up this feeling of just condemnation towards open terrorist actions. Instead, they encourage it, or they act like it's not happening. 
And that's sort of the, the mantra of the liberals at this point is just I don't believe that's happening. Right. I choose not to believe that is really how they put things right. You can point to the World Economic Forum taking over the world. You can show them the videos of them saying, here's what we're doing and then doing it. I just, I choose not to believe that. You could say there's terrorist organizations burning down churches. Here's a list of 35 of them in a single month. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that's really happening, okay? No, it's a group. It's called Jane's Revenge. There's a number of other groups. They're tied in with Antifa. They have an organization with slogans and flags and they come together and, and do this stuff that they say they're going to do. And they're just like, mm, I don't know. I just don't believe you. I just don't believe it's happening. I don't know. I just don't believe it because it's not being shoved down your throat because I guess the authorities aren't dictating it to you. So you can't think of it yourself. I don't know. It's very strange. What is gaslighting? Yeah. What is gaslighting? No, it's, but it's not gaslighting. It's, it's evil. It's that they're evil people. It's that they're bad, evil despicable, heartless, irreconcilable people, right? Like I would be if I pretended not to know that a shooting happened at a synagogue. I don't don't think that really happened. No, I don't know. No, I don't think that really happened. Like I know it happened. I'm I'm just being an evil person for, for trying to portray myself that way. These people are sick, evil, and bad, okay? They know that January 6th was a peaceful protest, Got a little bit out of control, but nothing crazy. They know it's not an insurrection. They know that Trump saying, go make your voices peacefully heard, and then making a video saying, go home, everybody go home. They know all of that happened. They know Marjorie Taylor Greene never called for violence, never called for an insurrection. Like, they know all of this. They're liars. They're despicable. They're evil. They, they cannot be reasoned with. They cannot be, this cannot be discussed with them. They can't, they aren't going to wake up one day. They know exactly what they're doing, Right? I mean, it's one thing if somebody's like hurting you or somehow, you know, making things inconvenient for you and they don't realize it, you know, they're just doing what they normally do and they don't realize that they're, they're causing you trouble and you go to them and go, hey, look, when you do this, it really, it hurts my feeling. And they're like, oh, geez, I didn't realize you feel that way. I'm sorry. I'll, 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 you know, be more careful of that. But when somebody is like grabbing your shirt collar and slapping you in the face, you're not going to be able to, you're not just going to go, you know, hey, that kind of hurts. They're like, wait, Really? Quack, really? That quack, quack, that hurts when I do that? Like they know what they're doing. They know exactly how much pain they're causing. They know exactly how much, you know, hatred and fear and, and uh, uh, discomfort they're causing. That's the point of it. That's, what, that's why they're slapping you in the face. It's not a surprise to them that it hurts when they slap you in the face, okay? It's not complicated. Really not complicated at all. And of course, the other part of this is that not only are Nancy Pelosi and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all of them calling for this violence, and if we had a, you know, maybe instead of a January 6th committee, we could have a uh, leftist terror committee, and we could arrest all of these people, and we could investigate them. We could seize their assets. We could seize their cell phones and go through them and find the networks and dislocate them and arrest the people, the organizers that are involved and find out where their funding comes from and arrest the people that are sending them money and then bring in the Democrats in office who clearly have connections to these people and are clearly giving them political cover to carry out this terrorism, we could round them up and we could subject them to the legitimate punishments that they deserve. We could do that if we were a real country. We're not. We're an occupied nation who's controlled by people who despise us. It's not that complicated. It's really quite simple, actually. It's very easy. Look around. It's it's the only only conclusion you can come to if if you're really considering what's actually going on. But, of course, the Democrats are setting an example. They're very interested in letting everybody know that they will not be bound by the law. They will not be bound by human decency. They will not be bound by politics 
or politeness or humanity or anything. They have been completely dehumanized. When you think of the term dehumanized, a lot of times you think of you know, people that have been you know, forcibly turned into something like less than, less than having the dignity that, that any human being deserves and should be entitled to. Uh, but these people have almost dehumanized themselves or they've been dehumanized in a way that like I feel bad for them. Like I don't know why – I don't know how they did this to you people. To become so heartless, to become so vile and hateful and despicable and boundless in your anger and hatred and, and fury and spite and jealousy, envy. I, like, I, don't know, I don't know how they indoctrinated that into you, but they've destroyed your soul, and now the physical world is following in its destruction. And so, of course, they're giving cover to this, not only f- literally the terrorist activity there, stopping people from investigating, and if somebody gets arrested, they get released the next day, and the, the case gets thrown out. I mean, they're giving them literal cover of the, to the terrorist groups, but they're also giving them sort of spiritual cover by showing them and setting the example that they will not be bounded by the law. They will not be bound by the actual republic, the actual terms of democracy, which says you don't just get to go do whatever the hell you want because you're filled with some sort of you know, vile, righteous energy. So let's go now to uh, clip number two. Here's the Biden administration announcing that the HHS is looking into providing transportation services for women who are seeking to go across state lines for abortions. Let's watch. Help their employees if they need to go out of state for abortion access. What companies are we talking about here? We're talking about some pretty big names, Stephen. We're talking about Disney and Netflix, Dick's Sporting Goods, all among that list uh, that seems to be growing by the day. What's also interesting is over the weekend, uh, Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra told NBC's Kate Snow at the Aspen Ideas Conference that his department is actually looking into providing transportation services for women who are seeking to go across state lines to get those services. We actually have that video. Let's go down to clip number 10. Here's HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra uh, talking about providing transportation so you can kill your baby. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood, so we are uh, restoring funding for Title X uh, family planning services. We are working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Uh, We are looking into everything, including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't typically do. Can you do that legally? Uh, Talk to me later. Uh, (laughs) Big question, right? I I always tell my team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do mild. And so we're going to be aggressive and go all the way. And I I would tell you if... uh, you're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh, this is all on the record, yeah. Mr. Secretary. We are looking at every option. I mean, can we, can we not impeach this guy? What, so you have a you have a government you have a government authority literally right there admitting that what they're doing is illegal to circumvent the ruling of the Supreme Court. My God. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, this one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest 
sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great, comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super Male and Super Female Vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we're going to move on from abortion. Even though, again, it's not even about abortion, it's about the way that they treat every topic that we're on different sides of. It's that their side can commit violence, their side can firebomb churches, their side can try to assassinate Supreme Court justices, and it's just uh, reported uh, very uh, clinically by the media. Just, uh, yes, this uh, person was found with a gun outside of uh, Justice Kavanaugh's home. He has been arrested. On to our next story. And it's just like completely covered up, completely brushed over, completely hidden from the American people. And it's more about this spiritual divide and the fact that I think leftists may have this idea that people just just do things without thinking. Like I don't know if they believe in free will. I don't know if they if they understand that you know human beings make choices and then can be held to account for those choices. You, you know, you see it with with criminals that just routinely victimize innocent people, and yet they're re just repeatedly let out of prison. It's just like, well, it, it's because they're poor. It's because they're it's because of how they were born. It's like, no, it's because of the choices that they made. And if you want them to make different choices, you have to not supplement their ability to do these choices. You can't be a enabler of these people. And I, you know, I think it's it's sort of this, it's the same with the with the abortion topic. They just think like, well, it's just happening. This is just taking place. Like they think that criminals don't read the newspaper or something like when criminals see like hey every criminal is getting let out like you understand when they went hey we're no longer going to prosecute anybody who's shoplifting shoplifting exploded because criminals just go oh i can do this and get away with it and then they go do it and even if it's not explicit like that they understand what's happening like they get 
we could show the video. I mean, we got a lot of videos, and I do want to move on, but we can just roll in the background. And boy, if you want to really get pissed off, go find this video, band.video. It's uh, Owen Schroyer, uh, clip number 14, uh, getting attacked by psycho liberals at an abortion celebration in public Texas parks. He's hanging out in a public park, asking people questions, and the security guard comes over, and there's two cameras on him, two cameras filming, one that Owen's holding, one that a cameraman is holding. You can see him side by side here, and the guy starts pushing Owen. He starts shoving him. He, like, puts his hand on him, grabs him, pulls him, and the whole time he's going, stop pushing me, stop pushing me. And Owen is like, I'm – what are you talking about pushing you? Oh, you're on camera. This is ridiculous. You don't think this guy knows? Like, all I have to do is abuse Owen. All I have to do is, like, push him and be annoying. To, like, he's trying to get Owen to hit him. He's trying to get Owen to, like, push him back because then he'll just slam him to the ground, maybe give him a black eye, maybe give him a bloody nose, maybe beat him a little bit. And he knows that the authorities will go, well, that's – Owen Schroyer is a conservative, so he's clearly the bad one here. Not the innocent, poor, black, seven-foot-tall security guard who's shoving Owen, who's on camera with two different angles, being the aggressor. Like, they just know. They know. They have – they absorb through, like, symbiosis. They, they understand. They get it. They think about this stuff. They know we can go out and abuse conservative people, and the DA won't prosecute us, and the – the uh, private organizations will pay, uh, will pay to have us bail, uh, bailed out, and they'll provide me with a lawyer, and I'll never suffer consequences, and I'll actually be rewarded by the left for being abusive and being a criminal. They know this. They get this. They're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not stupid. They're evil. It's like we need a shirt. They're not stupid. They're evil. There's this, this stupid phrase of like, never ascribe to malice what can be explained through stupidity. I, frankly, I don't care if it's stupidity or malice. The end result is evil. So whatever's causing it, who cares? <laughs> you can't blame him for murdering. He's, stu- he's very stupid. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're evil. It's an evil, evil outcome that they're coming to. And so, the, I mean, they're, they're just they're, – they're setting the stage for total destruction. I mean they're, they're quite literally setting the stage for open depopulation. They, they have – indoctrinated people into this suicide cult it's also like a murder suicide cult where they they are setting the groundwork for people to just be completely heartless and to you know watch as their fellow human beings are like loaded into a train and taken off to be killed at a camp and to sit there and think we're the righteous ones for doing this we're getting rid of those bad christians and white people we are standing up for the poor pocs or whatever the hell these people think they believe they're being, they're being trained, indoctrinated into a completely inhuman mindset, and everybody knows it, and they're encouraging this at every level. And it's really a sick psychological paradigm we're being indoctrinated into, and that's the point of all this. It's not even about abortion. It's about whatever topic it happens to be, however unimportant it actually is, however minuscule the pushback is. California, New York, Maryland – I, half of the states still have extremely lax abortion laws. You can still get abortions in any of these states. It's not preventing it from happening. I mean, this is like nothing, but they're burning down churches over this. Do you understand that if something really happens 
Do you get the, the, the status quo that they're establishing that they will then exceed next time? I mean, it's so simple. It's so simple what they're doing, and, and we just can't, we can't do anything about it apparently. We just can't, can't prevent it, and of course the media is part and parcel in this. They are completely complicit in all of this. We are simply ruled by our enemies. It's, it really is as simple as that. And of course, we've been telling you this here at InfoWars for a very long time, and we've been trying to explain this, trying desperately to prevent what is happening at this time. It's not too late. We can still you know, come out of this on top, and I think the extremity to which they are taking it is really causing an equivalent pushback. And I would have loved if that didn't have to happen i would have loved if by some magic spell we could have made alex jones president in 2001 right and just prevented everything that has occurred since then better late than never i guess but people are realizing what's really at stake here people are starting to stand up against this and there is a way to politically come out of this and it's to have a a population that's actually tuned in and aware and knowledgeable about what's going on and able to make their own decisions and determine for themselves what is evil and what is good. And that's our entire mission here at InfoWars is just just hopefully, for the love of God, wake people up to all of this. I know it's working because I know we have a lot of calls from people who have just started listening to us in, in the last year or so. And there is, a, there is a bit of the red-pilling process where you have to go through the, the Plato's cave coming out in the sun, and it burns you, and it kind of hurts. But, but then you delve deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole, mixing metaphors here. <laughs> but what just happens first is like just a bit of a question, just a, well, that doesn't quite make much sense. Hopefully we can provide the reasoning behind it and give you the psychological levers that are being pulled to bring all of this about. And hopefully we'll be here for a long time to come so we can still be here in maybe five or ten years from now to not be complaining about everything collapsing but celebrating the fact that all of this has been reversed. Hopefully we can look back at these days of just open terrorism and political persecution and the vile hatred of our enemies and look back and go, boy, wasn't that crazy. Good thing it's not like that anymore. The only way that happens is if we spread this knowledge, spread the reality of what's happening. You can support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be back on the other side. Take your phone calls. I'll open up the phone lines. Ladies and gentlemen, in the last 30 months, we've witnessed the globalists hit humanity and hit humanity extremely hard. It is beyond critical that everyone listening to the sound of my voice protect yourselves and your families to the greatest extent possible. And these two new sales do that. We have the ultimate immune support, 60% off when you get these four items together. The immune support, X2, D3 gummies, and multivitamin. The immune support formula is incredible by itself. These other three together, it is amazing. 60% off. Then the trifecta immune support, 50% off on immune support, X2, and D3 gummies. And then 40% off on X2, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, just the X2 alone is the missing link with most people. Highest quality deep breath crystal iodine, beyond critical for your immune system and your whole body. It's 40% off back in stock, but get four of the products together for 60% off. InfoWars.com. 
is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. You know, I think think a lot of us are realizing that some of these cliches that we were born with, that we're, you know, that are everywhere, sort of the opposite of of true. I just can't, you know, I can't help but feel a little bit, you know, ungrateful. And we're getting so many victories, obviously, like gun control. All these Supreme Court decisions are going our way, and you see, you know, the red wave is clearly imminent come November. I mean, we may have a, a monkeypox outbreak, and they may shut down voting once again and go to mail-in and, and cheat again. But if everything is on the up and up, then Republicans stand to take back the House. Like, there's a lot of good things going on, but, like— I just I just realized reading biographies like Napoleon and just all the great people, uh, Hannibal, like all, all these great generals and leaders throughout history, none of Julius Caesar, none of them were patient, right? It seems like in the world of politics, impatience is a virtue. And I think one of our problems is that Everybody sort of recognizes this. Republicans for a long time get these little symbolic victories and then just sort of sit back and go, yep, we won. We got abortion taken care of. It's like meanwhile, terrorist organizations activated churches burning all over the country, and they're just like, I guess they're mad. Yeah, I guess they are. They're burning your church down. So maybe stop acting superior like you've won the conflict and understand that you've gained a very, very minor victory amongst the a very, very long chain of defeats. So let's stop acting like one victory is the end of the game, one touchdown, and we can all just go back to the locker rooms. No, this is we've we've moved the we've gotten one first down. We've got we've moved the ball slightly down the field. Now's the time to, you know, bring in the ringer and spike the ball. Like you, you need to push harder when you win. You need to be impatient for victory. So I don't know. Somebody out there needs to be pushing for this. Somebody out there needs to be expressing this idea of not being satisfied with even one victory or or 100 victories. Total victory is the only thing that will satisfy us. And even then, we'll have to stay on our toes, right? It's the way that the liberals have gained all of the power that they have. They advocate very hard for one one specific thing. They achieve it. Do they stop fighting? Do they go, we got gay marriage. We can all go home now. No, of course not. They go, we got gay marriage. They've shown their weakness. It's a chink in their armor. We will push. We will double down now and push even harder. That's the attitude we need to have. Supreme Court does away with Roe versus Wade. That's just the beginning. It's hardly anything, really. You have a couple states putting out... Uh, But anyway, all all of this is just to say that this is just the beginning, and as they start to lose, they're going to push even harder. They're going to go even crazier. They're going to violate the law in even more explicit and egregious ways, and so it's up to us to demand that the people in power punish the criminals. It's really so simple, so simple.
But I guess that's what that's what we're here for, and uh, we'll continue to uh, push back and and go to those extremes that used to be just normal life in this country, just normal, reasonable beliefs that any American had in the 1950s. It's now seen as some sort of mad extremism when in reality it's the morality and the ethical framework that built this country in the first place. So we're not going to be shy about pushing this. We're going to continue to fight for it, and all we do is ask for your support in this. Sharing the links is a fantastic way to do it. Spreading the word, wearing the shirts, putting the bumper stickers wherever you please, and, of course, going to InfoWarsStore.com. That can help you do all of those things. And right now, of course, you can get Survival Shield X2 for 40% off. Combine it with the vitamin D3 and the immune support formula. You get it, those three products for 50% off. Combine those three with the whole food multivitamin to get the full package for immune support and health-boosting formulas, and you get all of those for 60% off. You are saving more than you're spending when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, and why not tack on some Brain Force Ultra while you're at it? That is 50% off as well. Massive, unprecedented savings now at InfoWarsStore.com, and it supports us in this mission we have to regain some sense of normalcy in this country and defeat the despicable terrorists that are holding us all hostage to their petulant, and mindless demands. Infowarsstore.com is where you go is where you go to support one of the only outlets in the world taking this position fearlessly and before anybody else. But the other groups will come around. And Daily Wire will get here in a year five, you know. Like they did with Trump, like they did with everything else. They'll eventually come around once InfoWars sets the stage, once we blaze the trail, once we establish the path, and once they see that so many Americans are following us down this path, they'll see the money signs in their eyes and go, oh, we, we better take that position too now. Well, we don't take positions because if we think it'll benefit us. We take positions because they're obvious and true, and all it takes is you know fearless people to uh, set this up. So InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support this mission, and we – Pledge to you our undying resolve in this fight against all forms of tyranny over the minds of men. Of course, the G7 is happening right now. We'll get into some international news. I'll go ahead and give out the phone number if you want to call in. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now. Phone lines are open. I want to go to a video now that uh, is Jake Tapper trying to get Boris Johnson, the prime minister of the U.K., to claim that uh, America is, is collapsing and that Trump is a threat to democracy and that the United States government has to impose severe, restrictive, authoritarian measures to prevent authoritarianism. We have to destroy democracy for the sake of democracy. They try to get Boris Johnson to play into this game. He laughs in their face. It's Jake Tapper of CNN making this shameless and ridiculous claim, and uh, Boris Johnson slaps it down immediately. Uh, let's watch. We're here at the G7, a gathering of the world's leading democracies. When I talk to friends in Canada, the UK, Australia, and elsewhere, people express concern about the United States as the United States. about the United States in terms of our ability and our institutions to to thrive and continue after what happened uh, with the election of 2020. They worry that democracy is on life support in the United States. People might not know this about you, 
but you were born in the United States, and until recently, you I, was. And I, I was. I was. I was. I was born in New York City, uh, a, I. a fantastic place. Jake, where, where, were you you born? where were you born in New York? Where was it? Staten Island. All right. Okay. I was like I was born in New York General Hospital. Are you worried at all? Do you look? No. I want to say this to the people of the United States. I'm not. Uh, I think that I, I just get back to the, what I've been trying to say to you uh, throughout this interview. I think that uh, reports of the death of democracy in the United States are grossly, grossly exaggerated. Uh, America is a shining city on a hill. And for me, for my, and it will continue to be so. And I think that uh, the mere fact that uh, you know, Joe Biden has stepped up to the plate in the way that, uh, that he has uh, shows that the instincts of America are still very much in the right place. And, yeah, look, I mean, there were, there were some uh, weird and, and kind of unattractive scenes uh, back in the... You know, died. I mean, it was pretty it was serious. Pretty, it was pretty weird. I, I, won't, I won't deny that. It was worse that. than weird. I mean... Looking from the outside, it was pretty weird. But I don't believe that American democracy is under serious threat. Far from it. I continue to believe that America is the greatest global guarantor of democracy and freedom. So, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with Boris Johnson there, but I do like that he's uh, spitting that back in Jake Tapper's face where he's just like, it's hugely irresponsible. It's a ridiculous claim to make that our institutions are under threat because, because of what happened, because of what happened on January 6th. Meanwhile, like as they're saying that, you have Nancy Pelosi, AOC, every major Democrat, like, we're going to pack the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is extremist. Yes, our, our precious, beautiful institutions that we're going to tear down and destroy when they oppose us. These people are despicable, idiot hypocrites. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. There's an old Bedouin saying that's thousands of years old, and it goes like this. Trust in God, but tie up your camel. Hunter S. Thompson put it this way. Pray to God, but row away from the rocks. If your boat is going towards the rocks, pray to God that you don't get smashed on them and killed, but also try to row away. You can't just sit there like a jellyfish. And it's the same thing with our immune system. God helps those who help themselves. We have a lot of amazing products on sale right now at InfoWarsStore.com, like the Ultimate Immune Support Pack, our four best-selling products together at 60% off. We have the Trafecta special, three of the best-selling items for 50% off, and X2 sold out, so important for your immune system, back in stock for 40% off for a limited time because we have limited supplies. In fact, one of these items, we only have 2,000 bottles of, so the ultimate sale will probably be over in just a few days. Take advantage of this and boost your immune system now and protect yourself and your family at InfoWarsStore.com.
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks. We got a lot of stuff to cover. The phone lines are still filling up. Well, let's talk about some pretty incredible revelations that have been made over the last few days about Joe Biden and his relationship with Hunter Biden and their overlapping interests. You might say Daily Mail has a story voicemail from Joe Biden to Hunter proves that the president did speak about his Chinese business dealings. I think you're clear. That's the quote from the voicemail from Joe Biden to Hunter about the New York Times report on his Chinese business dealings. And it proves he did speak to his son about his relationship with the criminal dubbed the spy chief of China. Joe Biden called Hunter in December 2018, saying he wanted to talk to him after reading a New York Times story about Hunter's dealings with the Chinese oil giant CEFC. Files on Hunter's abandoned laptop previously disclosed by Daily Mail show that he struck a deal with a Chinese company worth millions of dollars. The Times' 2018 story pointed out that CEFC's chairman Yi Jingming has been arrested in China and his lieutenant Patrick Ho have been convicted of bribery. Hunter accidentally recorded himself referring to Ho as the spy chief of China. After seeing the story online, Joe called Hunter and left a voicemail. In fact, we have that voicemail now. Let's go to uh, clip number 12. Here's a Joe Biden voicemail for his son, Hunter. Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. I just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if we get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Yeah, we're in the clear. We're in the clear. We got away with it. We're not doing anything legal, but we are in the clear after this report about our activities. Really incredible. It was revealed that Chairman Yi of this uh, group, CEFC, the Chairman Yi, uh, met with Hunter in a Miami hotel in 2017 to discuss a partnership to invest in American infrastructure and energy deals. Yes, we just need to work with the vice president's son because he's such a talented businessman. (laughs) He's such a talented and and respectable businessman. Now put down the crack pipe, Hunter, and let's make a deal. Ridiculous. But of course – Joe Biden lied about this, claimed that he had no idea about that. I mean, again, just can you imagine? Can you possibly imagine if this was uh, if this was Trump? I mean, it's just it's stupid to say because obviously, you know, everybody knows how different it would be, but it's just really, really astonishing how different these things are. Now, Gateway Pundit has a story. Joe Biden wired Hunter Biden one hundred thousand dollars, and a portion was used to pay for Russian hookers. Joe Biden wired his son Hunter $100,000 to, quote, pay bills for December 2018 and January 2019, and Hunter used a lot of his father's money to pay for Russian hookers. The Washington Examiner obtained text messages from Hunter Biden's laptop showing Joe Biden unwittingly paid up to $30,000 to a Russian escort ring. Hunter Biden sent text messages to a contact, Eva, a person who handles payment to Russian hookers, complaining that his account was getting hit with red flags because of the Russian email accounts. 
A 2020 Senate report proves Hunter Biden made payments to hookers overseas. Hunter Biden paid non-resident women who were nationals of Russia or other Eastern European countries. And records note some of these transactions are linked to, quote, what appears to be an Eastern European European prostitution or human trafficking ring. So President of the United States, Joe Biden, is linked directly to a human trafficking ring through his son – Hunter, where he unwittingly paid for Hunter's debts when it comes to this. Now, Andrew Kerr on Twitter says, keep these facts in mind as you watch this video of Hunter Biden accosting an escort tied to a Russian bank account. On January 17th, 2019, Hunter told his sister-in-law in a text message, quote, I don't have a dime. Then on January 18th at 6.31 p.m., Joe Biden wired $5,000 to Hunter. Dad, I just need 5,000 bucks. All right, son. After all, you earned it with your corrupt deals with the Chinese government. Have 5,000 bucks. Then three hours later, Hunter Biden filmed this video, clip number 11. So (laughs) the title is even wrong from this title of my video. says the day after Joe wires him $5,000. No, this was three hours after Joe Biden wired his son Hunter $5,000. He recorded uh, this video with a Russian hooker. Sweetheart, hey, hey, are you okay? Everything fine? Are you hurt in any way? Any any way? Are you hurt? So she's like on the phone. Hey, is anything hurt on you? Anything? I was literally saying. I'm sorry that it took so long to give you $10,000. Do you have any bruise, anything? Have I ever touched you in a bad way? Ever. Have I asked you every time if I could touch you? Every time. Sweetheart, look at me. You cannot talk to me that way. Sweetheart. And say things like that. Because I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. Are you okay? What? Here. No. I thought you said you wanted water. It's the only water I have. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm torn between like laughing at this and just mocking this, but at the same time, you just get this like sinking feeling in your gut like this is who runs our country just unadulterated evil i mean you know what he's doing there right you get what he's doing he's giving her tap water he's giving her tap water, not the good stuff no but you 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 get what he's doing you get that i I mean my god so he's paying he's getting money from joe biden to pay debts to to a russian hooker who he clearly abuses, like it's an opinion, but you don't make a video going, are you okay, are you hurt? See, he's filming because he wants to get her to say, yeah, I'm fine, you didn't hurt me, because he's worried that she's going to press charges. He wants it on video evidence. Did, did he, I ever yeah. bruise you? He wants did I ever it, bruise you? Exactly, exactly. He wants it on evidence hey, so he can, can show me. that video. You can secretly record me my whole life, <laughs> and I don't think I'll ever ask that question to who a woman. Makes it, who makes a video like this? 
who makes a video like, like this? It's so sick and weird. So he clearly has hurt this woman somehow, right? I mean, just, and then that statement, like, I'm the most respectful person you've ever, right? Hey, 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 you're not hurt, right? Right, you said you're not hurt, right? I'm the most respectful and generous person you've ever met. Meanwhile, he's probably got her at gunpoint. I mean, uh, she's a human trafficking victim. I mean, you can see the way that, that she's, you don't have to see her face. Her face is blurred out. You don't have to see her face. You can see through the body language. Forced you, to have sex with a crackhead. For money. And he's the, the son of the president of the United States. And this is what was hidden from the American people by the big tech companies who silenced uh, this from ever coming out. I mean, my God. So according to the Washington Examiner, President Joe Biden apparently unwittingly financed his son's participation in an escort ring tied to Russia, records from a copy of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop show. Hunter Biden spent over $30,000 on escorts, many of whom were linked to a .ru Russian email address and worked with, quote, an exclusive model agency called Uber GFE during a three-and-a-half-month period between uh, November 2018 and March 2019. He managed to do so in part thanks to Joe Biden committing to wiring him a total of $100,000 to help him pay his bills from December 2018 through January 2019. In one instance, Joe Biden wired his son $5,000 while he was actively engaged with an escort. In another, text indicated Hunter Biden convinced his, wi- his father to wire him $20,000 to finance his stay at a New York drug rehabilitation center that he never checked into. My question is how unwitting, because... Let's remember. Yeah, he's not. Hunter, Hunter Biden sent his dad a video videos of him of him hooking up with these hookers. Hundred percent. Does he I get mean, more crack than that? I mean, dude, just that video. That video is so like horrific. It's the only time you see videos like that are in like murder investigations. I, if Hunter Biden wasn't like found out, especially if he didn't have the public eye on him, that's the type of attitude that makes a serial killer not joking you see videos like this filming their victims as they like cower and they're like i didn't hurt you right say it say i didn't hurt you so i have the proof it's just like holy crap i mean that this is a madman if he didn't have you know his father joe biden wiring him money what do you think he'd do to get that money i mean this is a criminal psychopath that we're dealing with and he's the son of the president the president is encouraging and enabling his behavior and probably participating in it as well at least we know he's participating in the business side of it that's what came out with his voicemail to uh shine so it's just unbelievable i'm a humble person and i want to say that i'm just a man but i'm not just a man just like you no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.